Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Episode 500, episode 500, it's finally here. Hey, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. So I started this podcast five years ago, never knowing that I would still be doing it at this point and that I would ever reach episode number 500. As I've been counting down for the last month, I have been thinking a lot about what do I want to do with cool things entrepreneurs do for episode number 500 and how is the show going to grow and change as we go into the next 500 episodes. I had toyed with the idea of trying to track down some huge entrepreneur like somebody like like Michael Dell or or uh, Bill Gates or something like that. I didn't know how to go about finding those people, but I thought maybe I would get a huge guest and interview them on the show. Then I thought about going back and interviewing guest number one uh, all over again and see how his life has changed. But we did that for, I think, episode 300. So I got to thinking, how do I make episode number 500 the most like me? And you know what? I don't want to do some big hoopla-y thing and get some celebrity here on the show. The truth is, is that it, what are they going to do for me? You know, they're not going to go and tweet it out on their, on their thing. We're not going to get a ton of listeners because I interviewed somebody. And so I decided for this episode, I just wanted to talk about an experience that I had this week and share an idea for people who are growing a small business, who are entrepreneurial, who are trying to get things done. And what I wanted to do is talk about why would somebody, why would an entrepreneur join a group mentoring organization, sort of like Entrepreneurs Organization, YPO, Vistage, Tab. There are so many of them out there that you can join and get involved with. But a lot of people tell me, yeah, I'm not a real big joiner or as an entrepreneur, I don't have a lot of time. So I just wanted to talk about this because I just came back from a meeting and some of my favorite episodes are ones where I just come here, sit in my little studio, which is my oldest daughter's old bedroom. She moved away four years ago and uh, I have finally got most of the teenage girl things off the wall uh, and uh, just sit here in my little uh, bedroom studio and just talk about why I think it's important. So this last weekend, I went to a meeting for Vistage speakers, and we're going to talk a lot about Vistage in this one because that's who uh, I am a certified speaker or approved speaker for as of the recent time. I'm just getting started working with this group, but uh, I have also spoken to uh, entrepreneur organization chapters, and I have a lot of friends who belong to a variety of these different types of groups. I myself am part of a mastermind group that's not part of a formal organization. We put it together ourselves. I have uh, three other professional speakers. It started off, there were five of us. Uh, about a year or so into it, one of the members left the speaking business, and so there were just four. And we actually talked about replacing them and going back to five, but we had become so close and so ingrained in each other's businesses that it really did become sort of a, a family. And we thought it would be kind of awkward to try and assimilate someone else into our group. So I have a mastermind group. Uh, it doesn't really have a name. We call ourselves Bat Signal because if you think about it, uh, if you lived in Gotham City and you have an emergency, you shine up the Bat Signal 
and Batman comes to the rescue. And that's sort of the idea behind our group is we're sort of there for each other uh, in our business and our personal lives. And we're, uh, we get together and we share everything about what we do with our speaking businesses. And all of us have grown and changed our businesses because of that group. We've gotten advice. We've gotten uh, counsel. We have gotten support. We've also gotten referrals from one another. And so I think having some sort of a peer business mentoring group, mastermind group of sort, is really important. So why, if you're an entrepreneur, should you join Vistage or one of these groups? Well, first of all, what is Vistage? I mean, you know, people may or may not have heard of it. It's been around for a while, but it is a peer mentoring membership organization for CEOs, business owners, and executives in small to mid-sized businesses. Uh, The organization was founded back in, gosh, I think it was like the 19... 1950s, I think, is when it was founded. And uh, it it had a different name at the time. Uh, It was called Tech, uh, which I think stood for like the executive committee. It changed its name many years ago to Vistage and now has like over 20,000 members in 20 countries. So this is a major organization that is out there helping entrepreneurs find their way, find their path. And what happens is, is you end up joining a Vistage group that's local to your area, and it has a Vistage chair. And that person's job is to facilitate the program, make sure that every single member is getting everything that they can out of being part of the program. They meet monthly, I think usually for about a full day. And in many of their meetings, they sit around and and sort of do that mastermind thing. They share issues that are going on in their businesses. And in peer-to-peer manner, people give ideas and support and uh, counsel to help people grow their companies and overcome issues. And then in about eight of their meetings a year, maybe nine, they bring in a speaker. Now, To be a speaker at a Vistage group, you have to be approved by Vistage. And I'll just give you my background. A few years ago, I got approved by Vistage and the phone never really rang. I didn't really do much with it. And recently, because of my new program, my whole uh, my whole content around this gap between potential and performance, as I have been speaking at associations and other business events around the country, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, oh my God, I really liked that. Do you speak for Vistage? You should come to my Vistage group. And so I looked into uh, what it would take to become a Vistage speaker. And so I just got approved. I'm doing my first speech uh, here coming up in about six weeks. And so uh, I'm just getting the ball rolling. But I got invited to go to a meeting of about 25 Vistage speakers. It was in unto itself. It was a mastermind group meeting for the weekend. And uh, we sat and spent a half day talking about sort of best practices of how to work with these different organizations and how to deliver, not just to the chair in charge of the group, but to the actual people who were there, how to actually deliver content that would be relevant and really take your information as a speaker and really make it something that would be actionable. And what I loved about this meeting was how dedicated all of the speakers were to not just getting the gig, but to actually being able to get in there and provide real value that helps the chair of the organization really drive forward their mission. Now, like all things where you have humans, every group is going to be different. It's kind of like when uh, I talk to people who want to become better speakers and I suggest that they join a Toastmasters club. I always tell them that, you know, not every club is the same. Organizations of humans have personalities, and that's what's true with these Vistage groups. So every time a speaker goes in, the best ones need to customize up what they need for how that group actually operates. 
Then on the second day, we got to meet with a bunch of chairs from Vistage. Now, there are, you know, thousands and thousands of chairs running groups all over the world. And we met with 25 that were local to one market. So my experience with them was limited. However, I was blown away by the dedication that these people had. Many of the people in the room had been running Vistage groups for 10 and 20 years. This is what they do full time. Many of them had had really successful careers as C-level executives in a variety of different types of companies. And when I said, how did you get involved with Vistage? A lot of them said, look, I, I sold my business when I was in my 50s or early 60s and I just wasn't ready to retire. And they found their life's work in being able to run these groups and help groups of about 20 or so entrepreneurs on a monthly basis in each group. Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Episode 500, episode 500, it's finally here. Hey, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. So I started this podcast five years ago, never knowing that I would still be doing it at this point and that I would ever reach episode number 500. As I've been counting down for the last month, I have been thinking a lot about what do I want to do with cool things entrepreneurs do for episode number 500 and how is the show going to grow and change as we go into the next 500 episodes. I had toyed with the idea of trying to track down some huge entrepreneur like somebody like like Michael Dell or or uh, Bill Gates or something like that. I didn't know how to go about finding those people, but I thought maybe I would get a huge guest and interview them on the show. Then I thought about going back and interviewing guest number one uh, all over again and see how his life has changed. But we did that for, I think, episode 300. So I got to thinking, how do I make episode number 500 the most like me. And you know what? I don't want to do some big hoopla-y thing and get some celebrity here on the show. The truth is, is that it, what are they going to do for me? You know, they're not going to go and tweet it out on their, on their thing. We're not going to get a ton of listeners because I interviewed somebody. And so I decided for this episode, I just wanted to talk about an experience that I had this week and share an idea for people who are growing a small business, who are entrepreneurial, who are trying to get things done. And what I wanted to do is talk about why would somebody, why would an entrepreneur join a group mentoring organization, sort of like Entrepreneurs Organization, YPO, Vistage, Tab. There are so many of them out there that you can join and get involved with. But a lot of people tell me, yeah, I'm not a real big joiner or as an entrepreneur, I don't have a lot of time. So I just wanted to talk about this because I just came back from a meeting and some of my favorite episodes are ones where I just come here, sit in my little studio, which is my oldest daughter's old bedroom. She moved away four years ago and uh, I have finally got most of the teenage girl things off the wall uh, and uh, just sit here in my little uh, bedroom studio and just talk about why I think it's important. So this last weekend, I went to a meeting for Vistage speakers, and we're going to talk a lot about Vistage in this one because that's who uh, I am a certified speaker or approved speaker for as of the recent time. I'm just getting started working with this group, but uh, I have also spoken to uh, entrepreneur organization chapters, and I have a lot of friends who belong to a variety of these different types of groups. 
I myself am part of a mastermind group that's not part of a formal organization. We put it together ourselves. I have uh, three other professional speakers. It started off, there were five of us. Uh, about a year or so into it, one of the members left the speaking business, and so there were just four. And we actually talked about replacing them and going back to five, but we had become so close and so ingrained in each other's businesses that it really did become sort of a a family. And we thought it would be kind of awkward to try and assimilate someone else into our group. So I have a mastermind group. Uh, It doesn't really have a name. We call ourselves Bat Signal, because if you think about it, uh, if you lived in Gotham City and you have an emergency, you shine up the Bat Signal. And Batman comes to the rescue. And that's sort of the idea behind our group is we're sort of there for each other uh, in our business and our personal lives. And we're, uh, we get together and we share everything about what we do with our speaking businesses. And all of us have grown and changed our businesses because of that group. We've gotten advice. We've gotten uh, counsel. We have gotten support. We've also gotten referrals from one another. And so I think having some sort of a peer business mentoring group, mastermind group of sort, is really important. So why, if you're an entrepreneur, should you join Vistage or one of these groups? Well, first of all, what is Vistage? I mean, you know, people may or may not have heard of it. It's been around for a while, but it is a peer mentoring membership organization for CEOs, business owners, and executives in small to mid-sized businesses. Uh, The organization was founded back in, gosh, I think it was like the 19... 1950s, I think, is when it was founded. And uh, it it had a different name at the time. Uh, It was called Tech, uh, which I think stood for like the executive committee. It changed its name many years ago to Vistage and now has like over 20,000 members in 20 countries. So this is a major organization that is out there helping entrepreneurs find their way, find their path. And what happens is, is you end up joining a Vistage group that's local to your area, and it has a Vistage chair. And that person's job is to facilitate the program, make sure that every single member is getting everything that they can out of being part of the program. They meet monthly, I think usually for about a full day. And in many of their meetings, they sit around and and sort of do that mastermind thing. They share issues that are going on in their businesses. And in peer-to-peer manner, people give ideas and support and uh, counsel to help people grow their companies and overcome issues. And then in about eight of their meetings a year, maybe nine, they bring in a speaker. Now, To be a speaker at a Vistage group, you have to be approved by Vistage. And I'll just give you my background. A few years ago, I got approved by Vistage and the phone never really rang. I didn't really do much with it. And recently, because of my new program, my whole uh, my whole content around this gap between potential and performance, as I have been speaking at associations and other business events around the country, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, oh my God, I really liked that. Do you speak for Vistage? You should come to my Vistage group. And so I looked into uh, what it would take to become a Vistage speaker. And so I just got approved. I'm doing my first speech uh, here coming up in about six weeks. And so uh, I'm just getting the ball rolling. But I got invited to go to a meeting of about 25 Vistage speakers. It was in unto itself. It was a mastermind group meeting for the weekend. And uh, we sat and spent a half day talking about sort of best practices of how to work with these different organizations and how to deliver, not just to the chair in charge of the group, but to the actual people who were there, how to actually deliver content that would be relevant and really take your information as a speaker and really make it something that would be actionable. And what I loved about this meeting was how dedicated all of the speakers were 
to not just getting the gig, but to actually being able to get in there and provide real value that helps the chair of the organization really drive forward their mission. Now, like all things where you have humans, every group is going to be different. It's kind of like when uh, I talk to people who want to become better speakers and I suggest that they join a Toastmasters club. I always tell them that, you know, not every club is the same. Organizations of humans have personalities, and that's what's true with these Vistage groups. So every time a speaker goes in, the best ones need to customize up what they need for how that group actually operates. Then on the second day, we got to meet with a bunch of chairs from Vistage. Now, there are you know thousands and thousands of chairs running groups all over the world, and we met with 25 that were local to one market. So my experience with them was limited. However, I was blown away by the dedication that these people had. Many of the people in the room had been running Vistage groups for 10 and 20 years. This is what they do full time. Many of them had had really successful careers as C-level executives in a variety of different types of companies. And when I said, how did you get involved with Vistage? A lot of them said, look, I, I sold my business when I was in my 50s or early 60s and I just wasn't ready to retire. And they found their life's work in being able to run these groups and help groups of about 20 or so entrepreneurs on a monthly basis in each group really work forward in growing their business. Now, as an entrepreneur who has worked for myself for now 11 years, I gotta tell you, you can't do it alone. You have to have somebody there to help guide you along the way. In my case, I have my peer mastermind group and I have other people uh, in my industry who I'm connected with. But after this weekend, I was so, I mean, it, like the blinders were ripped off as to why it is so important for people to join these types of groups and meet with their peers in order to be able to grow their business. And sometimes it's great to have a formal organization like Vistage because you have these highly trained, super dedicated chairs who are there to facilitate all of the process. And then Vistage has done such a good job of really screening to make sure that they have excellent speakers who are there to educate and always have value to bring in that sort of extra effort and ensure that the experience is good. Because the members of these groups, they sign up and, and they pay money and they give their time once a month to go and meet not only with the group, but then they'll meet one-on-one -on -one with their chair to get some extra coaching, some extra guidance, maybe that little accountability that we all need to be able to move forward. And the members, they want to be engaged and challenged. People want to be able to think, but then actually be able to put it into practice. Going to a meeting like this doesn't do any good if all you do is sit and listen. You have to be able to contemplate, what does this mean for me? And how can I move that ball forward? I think that the best speakers, from what I understand, and in, in, as I'm just getting started with this organization, are the ones who don't come in and do a canned presentation. So my intent every time I go and speak to a Vistage group is I'm going to look at the websites of every single member who's there. I'm going to read any information that the chair can give me because one of the things that I realize is that sometimes when speakers show up, I try not to do this, but I know that sometimes when speakers show up, they just give their canned presentation. They could be speaking to a group of plumbers. They could be speaking to a group of architects. They could be speaking to anybody in any industry and not a word changes in their presentation. Well, I've worked as a professional speaker now for 11 years, and I have delivered over 950 presentations in probably 15 years because I was doing it part-time before that. And the one thing I know is that in order to really 
in order to really connect with an audience, I have to know who that audience is. And so when you're dealing with one of these groups, the thing is, is it's an entrepreneur is not an entrepreneur. You could have someone in the B2B space, business to business. You could have someone in a business to consumer space. You could have someone who has five employees. You could have someone who has 75 employees. And all of these people are together in the same room. That's a challenge to be able to really connect and be able to help people. But I personally am really excited about this opportunity to be able to speak to more Vistage groups because my, my program, this paradox of potential, this whole idea of how do we navigate between the gap that exists, between potential and performance, it really matters to people. It doesn't matter what business they're in, but as long as I understand what their challenges are with their team, I think I can make it really, really inspiring. So... I was in the airport and I started up a conversation, as I sometimes do, with a person sitting next to me and he owned a small business. He had about 70 employees and we were talking about what his challenges was, were. One of my favorite questions to ask people is, what's your biggest challenge? And he proceeded to tell me. And it was so interesting because so much of what he was talking about dovetailed to what I had just been through meeting with all of these speakers and the chairs the last couple of days. And so I asked him, have you ever looked at joining a peer mentoring group. And I talked to him about the different opportunities and I talked to him about Vistage. And his answer was, I know what that is. However, I'm not really a joiner. I don't really see any value. And so I backed him up and we started talking a little bit about what his challenges were and the things he was dealing with. A lot of it had to do with this gap that exists between potential and performance for his employees. He has so many people and he doesn't feel like he's maximizing everything that he's doing. And we had this conversation and he kept pushing back about his time and he doesn't like to share and he doesn't necessarily think that he had value in those types of groups and he was pretty sure of himself. And all of a sudden, a person sitting behind us, we're in the airport, so somebody who backed up to us, young guy, about 32, turns around, taps us on the shoulder and says, I've been listening to your conversation. Conversation. And he proceeded to join in and talk about the value that he got as an entrepreneur from being a member of a group. And he was a member of Vistage. And so we, I ended up letting the two of them talk for like the next 10 minutes about the value of being part of some sort of a mentor group. And so it was kind of interesting because I had just come out of this meeting and I realized that I was fired up. The people were fired up. But a lot of people out there don't understand why they should join a group like this. And poof, there it was in the airport. We were having this conversation. And so if you're one of these people who has a small business and you're out there and you have struggles. Now, obviously, there's some people out there who are just knocking it out of the park and they really don't need that type of, of help. Although I think most people do need some sort of support. But if you're one of these people who thinks I need something, I'm going to challenge you. Even if you're not a joiner, even if you don't think you have time, even if you're like, oh, I don't know if that's where I want to spend my money, dedicate a year or two to getting involved with one of these business mentoring groups. Join a Vistage group if you qualify, if you're the right size business. Go and talk to a chair. All you have to do is Google Vistage, V-I-S-T-A-G-E, and you're going to find their website, and through there, you can get connected with someone in your city. It doesn't matter where you live. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of opportunities for you to get involved in the greater area of most major cities. And so I'm going to challenge you to look into it. I am sure if you were to call up one of the local chairs, that they would gladly meet with you for a cup of coffee or a lunch and tell you about the value of what their group is. 
And if you find a group where you're a good connection, where you're a good fit, all of a sudden you're not going to be so alone out there trying to get things done. So before I close out this episode, I have to thank the sponsor of this episode. I never could have gone 500 episodes of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do if it wasn't for my partnership with Podfly Productions. This episode, as all of them, is brought to you by Podfly. They take the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Podfly sets you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. If you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, and it can be a great tool for your business to help establish credibility, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and look at the special offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So in kind of wrapping up this episode, I really encourage you to find some sort of a peer group. Vistage, Vistage is about a conversation. It's not about the speaker. It's not about a keynote. Now, when I go in and talk to groups like this, yes, I want them, I, I want them to pay attention. I want them to lean in. I want them to think, wow, that was a great speaker. But here's the deal. It's not about the speaker. The speaker isn't the star. The reason that they bring in these fabulous speakers is to really cause people to sit back and think and have a conversation. And that's where the magic happens. As I look to getting involved with these groups more and more in 2020, my goal is, is that after I leave, they keep talking about where is the gap between potential and performance for their team. If I can have somebody reach out to me three, four, five months later, as clients do now, because I'm doing this program outside of Vistage, I've been doing it now for almost two years, and I've been brought into a lot of companies, and CEOs will reach out and say to me, Tom, you've hit a reset button with one of my employees from that talk. Now, obviously, a one to three hour workshop isn't going to change the world like magic fairy dust for anybody. However, when I can get people to think, when I can help hit a reset button in people, that's what makes it so awesome. It makes it so exciting uh, for me to be a speaker and to be out there making things happen. So that's what I want to do as I go into these groups. Having spent the weekend with these chairs and with these other speakers, I am really excited about the opportunity. But this isn't an easy thing to navigate because there are so many speak people who speak to these Vistage groups that I don't know how many of them I'll be invited to speak to. But for the, anyone that I get to, I am really, really excited uh, because, you know, whether it's a big company, a small company, a not-for-profit, I want to be able to customize this message and really help people go, wow, this was worth my time. Because I think that's what any type of group like this is all about. It's about, it's about a partnership. It's about how do you say... I've gotten involved in, in this organization, whether it's Vistage or one of the others. What does it really mean? So I'm going to go over a couple of reasons why I think you should join one of these groups. It's because I think group, group conversations, group mentoring, peer groups, they're very efficient. Because once you break down the barriers of kind of who's in the room and you build organizations and you build friendship and you have other sort of qualified, successful people around there, all of a sudden you have uh, people who understand you. Because as an entrepreneur, it's a lonely, weird-ass business. No matter what your industry is, it's weird. And you get around people who are like you, and all of a sudden, that's awesome. Plus, 
It gets you out of the bubble of your own company, of your own advisors, of your husband, of your wife, of your uh, managers, because we do get into these little bubbles. And sometimes having a little bit of diversity, it promotes thinking. It it causes you to understand the world better. It's going to help you see who's out there. When I talk about diversity, I'm not just talking about uh, race or religion or, or gender. I'm talking about getting around different types of thought diversity, because in the world of business, there's not just one answer. If this whole thing was cookie cutter, If there was a path that could be put out for you, then it would be easy and everyone would do it, but it's not. So you need to have a whole bunch of different ideas. Plus, if you're running a business and you have employees, you have to deal with culture. And the fact is, is none of us are brought up to know how to navigate culture. Even as a small solo entrepreneur, I have a culture of my business because it impacts my wife and my children. It impacts how I deal with, 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 uh, how I deal with people. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention to those things. And the best way to do it is to get around other people who are successful. Because I say it on this show all the time. Success leaves clues. Get around other people who are fighting the good fight, who have that machete, who are marching their way through, and you're going to be better off for it. Now, another reason is that I think a facilitated group is really good for some people. Some people, you know, you want to make sure if you're in a group, I'm, now I'm in a, a self-moderated group, there's four of us and, and we get together and, and we know each other well enough that people are able to say, okay, shut up now if somebody's going down a path, we can pull everybody back. But what's great about Vistage is you have that chair for that meeting. He gets to know everybody on a one-on-one basis and he or she as a chair really has that opportunity to help guide the discussion and make sure that no one person runs away and that if somebody is out there sharing and is doing their thing, that all of a sudden that is uh, that person is going to be focused on and no one's going to hijack that. So these are all such important reasons why I think you should join some sort of a group like this. It is all about figuring out the strategies for your success. So I don't know why I went off on this as my topic for episode number 500. Some of you might roll your eyes and go, that was a weird way to do this episode. But I'm going to tell you, I tried to be true to whatever's on my mind when I do this show. Uh, It was time for the episode to be recorded. I was racking my brain about what's out there, what's important. And I had just had this experience this weekend. And I realized that this was an important topic. So before I let you go, let me say thank you. I got to tell you, I started this show. I had no idea what a little community uh, I could create that would help me. I really did think it was a chance to go out and interview some interesting people to have a little bit of access and to see what I could learn. My goal was to do 50 episodes. Well, 10 times that, I find this show to be one of the most important pieces of what I do as a speaker and a business trainer because it gives me the opportunity to hear all kinds of different ideas. People ask me, what are my favorite episodes? And I say, that's like, like choosing between my children. There have been so many fascinating guests. There have been so many people on the show that have really made an impact on me that I can't even begin to properly thank everybody. But it's really about all of you who listen. If you have listened to this show over the years and you like it, I'm going to make the same request I make every week. Do me a huge favor. Go out there and tell somebody else about the show. I will tell you that when I, when I run into people and they say, oh, I listen to your podcast, I ask them, how did you hear about it? And the number one answer is a friend, a coworker, my spouse, somebody told me cool things entrepreneurs do was a good show. They like the positive attitude um, that comes from the, the stories that people share along the way. 
I also would like to thank the Austin Technology Council, who for uh, the most of 2019 has been my co-producer for one episode a month. Uh, I live in Austin, Texas, and so once a month, and I take a specific co-produced focus on the Austin Technology community and we interview someone who is a member of the Austin Technology Council and talk about little things that go on and around our little community here in Austin. But those shows are still great for everybody, no matter where they live. So I want to thank them for that partnership. Obviously, I want to thank my sponsor, Podfly. They have been a great producer of this show. They do all the technical work for me so that this show gets out there and happens. I want to thank my wife and my kids because they have to hear one side of these conversations. Uh, they joke with me because my my high school age daughter, her bedroom is next to the room where I record these. And every now and then something comes up about the podcast and she'll mock what I say. She'll go, oh, welcome to the cool kids table. Or she'll make some other joke about the podcast because she can hear it being recorded through her wall. But uh, all this stuff that I do, I couldn't do without the support of my my wife and my daughter's and, uh, and now my, my soon-to-be future son-in-law. I have a great little family, and I really, really appreciate them. Uh, I also want to thank everybody who I worked with in my career. You know, I've been working for myself for almost 11 years. However, I had a really eclectic career. I worked for small companies. I worked for nonprofits. I worked for large Fortune 500 companies. And along the way, I was exposed to so many interesting people. And I think that's where the answer to all of this lies. It's We don't do this alone. It's the people who we encounter along the way that really allows us to find ourselves and to carve out our own journey. And I wouldn't change anything. I made some mistakes along the way. I had some really bad bosses along the way. But you know what? I made some good choices and I worked for some amazing people all along the way. And it's allowed me to be able to step in and do what I do as a speaker and a podcast host and be able to share ideas. So... As I wrap up episode number 500, there was no big fanfare, there was no celebrity, there was nothing special about it, but it was just me talking to you, and I think that's what this show is all about, is uh, it's been a great, great ride for me. There was a piece of me, I'll be honest, I thought about stopping at episode 500. I thought, why not just shut it down? You had a good ride. But like everything, it's a new beginning. So we start on Thursday with episode 501, and we will go forward as long as this show lasts, as long as people continue to find it and share it, uh, leave reviews on iTunes. Uh, We'll see where it goes from here. Anyway, no big fanfare for this episode, no balloons, uh, nothing extremely special, just a message that I think is important. Don't go about this alone. Find your peer group. Find some sort of a mentoring program that can help you Avoid the the pitfalls that so many of us have stumbled upon in our entrepreneurial ways. Find your group. Maybe it's Vistage. I recommend it. Check it out, vistage.com, and you will find out all the information that you could possibly need. If you want to talk more about this one-on-one, I will accept a call from anyone who's a listener of this show who's thinking about joining some sort of a group and just wants a little a little guidance. You can uh, get my telephone number right off my website at tomsinger.com. Uh, I answer my own phone. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk to you for six hours about it, but if anybody has any questions about this or really any topic I talk along here, you can email me at tom, T-H-O-M, at tomsinger.com. Or you can call me. Just let me know that, uh, hey, you said that I could call, so I'm calling. And uh, I will give you the time necessary to be able to help you think through if joining a group like Vistage or EO or one of these other things or putting together your own mastermind group is the right way to go. 
Hey, thanks for tuning in and listening. I say it every time. If it wasn't for y'all, if it wasn't for the audience, there would be no show. And I like the show. So thank you for helping me make this happen for five years. Uh, You know what? Go on out there and make today great. Have a great day. Try something new. Shake it up. Uh, Meet some new people. Do something that inspires you and help someone else along the way. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.